The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Main Street Vegan with host Victoria Moran. Victoria is an author, inspirational speaker, and a certified holistic health counselor and vegan lifestyle coach. She's here to entertain, educate, and inspire you on your journey to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Now, let's get this party started. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Hello, everybody, and happy October 8th. Was this John Lennon's birthday? Somehow I have lots of trivia in my head, and I have a feeling this might be John Lennon's birthday. Anyway, it's always a good time to think of John Lennon, and all you need is love or maybe love and and some good vegetables. And today we are going to be talking vegetables and vegan fashion and being young and not young and happy and healthy and just altogether delighted. I have a wonderful co-host today. We're going to be bringing on our guest after the first break, and that is Talia Furman. She is the author of Love Your Body, Eat Smart, Get Healthy, Find Your Ideal Weight, and Feel Beautiful Inside and Out. But right now, it is my pleasure to introduce to you my co-host for this hour, and this is Adrian Borgerson. Adrian has a background in the music industry, but she found her true calling when she discovered fashion, but not fashion in that elitist, your body type isn't right, you're too old, you're this, you're that. She found fashion in a way to make people feel fabulous about themselves, to love getting dressed in the morning. And as a result of all that, she became certified as an image consultant, and she heads up her very own company, It Factor Image. You can find her at itfactorimage.com. She is here in New York City. She is a Main Street Vegan certified a vegan lifestyle coach and educator. And here's what's brand new with Adrian. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Adrian and her co-editor-in-chief, the fashion designer Lois Eastland, are going to do a fabulous vegan fashion magazine. Is this cool or what? This is going to be an online magazine. It will debut August 3rd. It's November. I'm sorry. How did I say August? <laughs> you know, sometimes my... I wish it was still August. My tongue gets ahead of my brain. November 3rd, uh, La Vegan, La Fashionista, Compassionista.com. And if you go there right now or soon and become a um, an early subscriber, guess how much it costs? Nothing! It's free! A fabulous online fashion magazine for absolutely free. Welcome, Adrienne. Hi, Victoria. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it is so wonderful to have you here. I totally admire what you do. Thank you. So, how did you get into fashion? 
how did I get into fashion? It's something that I've always had an interest in. My mother was very fashionable. She was a a dancer and a jazz lover in the 50s and 60s. And she had that really cool Vidal Sassoon blunt haircut. And she wore those little mod dresses and those fabulous sunglasses. And I love to look at the pictures of me when I was a baby, not really for me, but to see what my mother was wearing. So I was always in her closet and playing with her makeup. And um, I became... Um, I, I studied music and I got into the music industry um, when I was much younger and I had a very long career there. Um, but my job was pre-production and supply chain management, you know, which sounds, you know, boring, boring. And, but actually it was, I loved it because I got to be in on all the photo shoots and helping with the imaging of the artists um, and deciding how they should look all over the world. And I took all that experience and I melded it together with my love of fashion. And that's mm. when I decided to get certified in image consulting and see what I could do on my own. Wow. Well, so see, just I should not have judged when you talk <laughs> about things like supply chains. Well, that's very cool. And I totally believe that everything that we do in life is background for what we're doing now and what we're doing next. Nice. So tell us a little bit about it Factor Imaging, and then I want to hear all about the magazine. Okay. Well, um, if you're wondering what an image consultant is, if you've ever seen the show What Not to Wear with Stacey and Clinton, that's what I do. Um, I, w- I w- used to watch the show and say, that's what I do. Um, so I help people find their personal style to make the best impression they intend whether it's for a job interview or a first date or a stage performance or even a photo shoot. And you did that very recently for someone who did a photo shoot. Mm, Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about the magic of Saturday. The magic of Saturday. Well, Victoria is our cover story for the premiere issue of our magazine, so exciting. So over the weekend, uh, our photographer, Chris Pierce, who was amazing, came over and we styled you in some of Lois's clothes and just let you go. And we took lots and lots of delicious, gorgeous pictures of you. And they came out amazing. Everybody, they look amazing. You know, that that was the most incredible experience for me. Was it really? It, it I really did this stuff all the time. Well, you know, I, I love to get my picture taken, which is probably a terrible thing to admit. But like you talked about your mother, my mother was really good in front of a camera. And I just grew up feeling better in front of a camera or more comfortable maybe than just talking to a person. But the truth is when I was young and just daydreamed about wouldn't it be the coolest thing to be a fashion model I was dealing with weight issues and all these other issues that was the furthest thing from what I was going to be well now I'm 64 years old and getting getting, (laughs) 64 years young you know I don't think the numbers mean anything but they mean something in the vegan sense because to be in those clothes that Lois brought, and you've got to check out this designer. It's LoisEastland.com, and that's E-A-S-T-L-U-N-D, LoisEastland.com. Talk about the, the kind of mod style. It's kind of 60s, 80s, now, just amazing clothes. And I put them on, and I felt like somebody different. And I remember in reading The Mists of Avalon. Did you ever read that? Oh, yeah, yeah. many years ago. And, and they talked about that, that in the old religions of kind of pre-Roman, pre-Christian Britain, they had this concept, I guess the Druids, that, that they would put on what they called a glamour. And when they put on this glamour, they could appear in some other way. And I remembered that on Saturday because I thought, this is just not happening that I'm 64 years old and I'm feeling like, I don't know, those models that I used to admire so much. And then the pictures came out and it's like, yeah, somebody put a glamour on me because <laughs> they're, they're just amazing. I'm oh, just you so put honored. Your own glamour on you. Well, it was, it was pretty wonderful. And I'm so excited about the magazine. Just tell us, we've just got a, another minute here before we bring on Talia. But, but give us a sense of what's going to be in the magazine in these early issues. Well, we... The idea was that 
I'm a magazine junkie. I love fashion magazines and I have all the vegan magazines. And I noticed that there isn't a magazine that's dedicated just to all cruelty-free and vegan products because it's not really that fun for me to go through the fashion magazine and every other page there's leather or there's fur or there are makeup brands that I know are tested on animals. So the magazine is all about bringing people options to be as fabulous as you want to be and still align with your compassionate values. Oh, I think it's going to be fabulous and wonderful and exciting. I was telling you the other day that when I was young, and I did go to fashion school in, in London at 18 because I thought I was going to do some fashiony thing. I don't know what I was thinking. But anyway, I had on my calendar the dates that American, British, French, and Italian Vogue all hit the newsstands so I could have them you know, the very first day and not miss anything. And, you know, I think regardless of how long you live, that person that you are, that young person is always in you. And so I am as excited about your magazine as I was back then figuring out when does Italian Vogue come out this month. (laughs) So um, thank you. I'm excited too. congratulations. So everybody uh, go check out lafashionistacompassionista.com. Sign up, subscribe. It's free. At least now it's free. And uh, enjoy. And we'll be back right after these messages with the charming, delightful, and oh-so-beautiful Love Your Body, Talia Furman. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. What if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet, and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Main Street Vegan with Victoria Moran. If you have questions or comments about today's topic or any other area of interest, we invite you to follow Victoria underscore Moran on Twitter or email her at MainStreetVegan at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Now, back to Main Street Vegan. Welcome back, everybody. This is Victoria Moran. I'm here with my co-host, Adrian 
Orgerson. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. You okay. always say it right. <laughs> Very good. And we are about to be joined by somebody just delightful. If you don't know her, perhaps you can get to know her through her wonderful brand new book, Love Your Body. And that is Talia Furman. Talia has a degree in nutritional sciences from Cornell University. Now, let me be very clear. She has a degree from Cornell University because a lot of people take the T. Colin Campbell online course. I took it myself. That's not the same. That's a little thing you do at home in front of your computer. She went to college and, and slaved for four years. She has contributed to Vegetarian Times, Veg News, Positive Impact Magazine, DiseaseProof.com, CrazySexyLife.com, PsychologyToday.com, EcoVeganGirl.com, and CollegeCandy.com. Now, you all know her dad because you've read his books. You've heard him on this show. Her father is Dr. Joel Furman. But Talia is her own woman and her own expert coming to us right now from Newport Beach, California. Hey there, Talia. Hey there. Victoria, it's so great to be here, and I'm so excited to chat with you. Well, we, you were saying during the break that just what Adrian and I were talking about before is totally up your alley because you actually looked into fashion merchandising before you decided on nutrition. I did. Uh, fashion and makeup and just being a girl in, in that creative sense and bringing out your best self and just having fun with it is always going to be a part of me, and it seems like it's always going to be part of both of you. Well, I think the other thing you said during the break, that it's all about interconnection. When you feel like you look good, then you feel good, and when you feel good, you tend to look good. It really all Right, and then you're you're able to be friendlier. You're, I think, more positive. I think social connections are, you know, made more easily when you're feeling good about yourself and when you're feeling physically, emotionally, and uh, excited about life. It's just uh, everything. I love the connection. Well, tell us about how excited you are about life and what caused you to want to write Love Your Body. Absolutely. It started in college when my friends were asking me questions about nutrition that I wanted to help them with, and I wanted all of the information in my brain to be written down and easily accessible to anyone that wanted to learn. And once I started doing the research about nutrition, I, I was loving it so much. I, I'm a writer at heart, and I know you are too, and I just had fun playing around with words and digging up the science and, and making nutrition fun because that's how I feel about it. I think the science of nutrition and how the chemicals in, in food interact in the body is absolutely fascinating. And then once I had written the nutrition chapters and I made sure to you know, include scientific references as much as possible so that way there was the evidence, but then I started writing about positive psychology. I took every psychology class offered at Cornell that I could uh, in those four years. And so positive psychology and how to live our best lives is my equally equal passion is just as much as nutrition. So I started writing about positive psychology and then the book took a twist as I also discovered my love of cooking uh, plant-based meals. So I have lots of recipes throughout, scattered throughout the book. And I think that's what makes the book so fun is because I think the excitement and passions that I have really shine through in my writing. And I, I think it just all comes together in a really uplifting, you can do it sort of way. Cause that's exactly how I feel about my own life. It's kind of like, if I, if I can do this, if I love living this lifestyle so much, there's no reason why you can't as well. And I wanted to share that with as many people as possible. You've done a beautiful job, and you really are a writer. I mean, I love all our, our great books on veganism and plant-based living and, and the whole shebang, but yours reads like a novel. I mean, it's so, maybe a novel is not the right word, but it's, it's like a letter. It's like you're, you're talking directly to the reader, and, and you're kind of a cheerleader through this book. It's like a love letter to life. Oh, how well put. I love that's the biggest compliment anybody could give me is 
saying that I'm a writer because I, I think, you know, it's like when you know what your true passion is and, and then to have somebody say you're, you're doing a good job, it, it, uh, it's the biggest compliment. So thank you. And I, I, that's just what I want to do is I want everybody who reads the book to understand that I am their friend and I want to help them live a better life overall. And uh, I, I cherish, you know, helping other people as much as I possibly can. And, you know, that's, it just, this was the way to do it. Well, you, you've done just an excellent job, and it is so friendly. That's one of the things that I try to do when I write. I think I succeed when I write books, and I fail when I write emails. Because <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I think I'm so overcome with the number of emails that I write these emails that don't sound loving and kind and friendly sometimes, I hope. I get better at that, but certainly in my books, and you've done it uh, very, very beautifully in, in Love Your Body, it comes across, you know what, wherever you are, whoever you are, however much you weigh, you are just fine right now, and here are some great ideas for feeling even better. That's right. It's, it, you know, as as you had mentioned, uh, you know, with emails, you're rushed, and you can Sometimes you don't feel kind enough. Well, you have to start with self-compassion and understand that we're all imperfect human beings. So how can, how can we analyze ourselves and improve ourselves? So maybe, you know, the first step is recognizing where you are and understanding that, you know, this is where you can improve. And I wanted to help people understand that this is, uh, you don't have to knock yourself or, or not feel confident in yourself. Let's just raise wherever you're at and, See how far you can stretch in life, and uh, and that means starting with self-compassion so you can be kinder to other people around you. I think that's what it's all about, being your own best friend, so that way you can be the best, kindest, most compassionate, enthusiastic human being that you're capable of becoming, no matter what your circumstances or where you start out with. Sounds good. And if you listening, uh, if you happen to be listening live today, on Wednesday, October 8th, it's 3 o'clock here on the East Coast, or I guess 322 at this point. It's noon out where Talia is. It's a bit after 8 over in London, where I know we have lots and lots of listeners. So if somebody does want to call in, ask a question, that toll-free number in the U.S. is 888-558-6489. And if you do call in, you will win a free subscription to American Vegan Magazine and a year's membership in the American Vegan Society. So the number for calling in, joining the conversation about food, fashion, health, asking asking Talia your nutritional questions is 888-558-6489. Now, Talia, you're Dr. Furman's kid. That had to have been a really interesting way to grow up. <laughs> you could say that again. Gosh, I, and times have changed so much since I was a little girl. No, there was no real um, education or consciousness uh, about we are what we eat. And I grew up in the, the 90s where uh, people, you know, my, my classmates were bringing fruit by the foot, donuts uh, were, you know, for everybody's birthdays, pizza, oh, just the most horrible food. And, uh, and it was just, I, I remember, you know, making some, like the, the points in my life where I made strides and learning about nutrition and getting motivated because I definitely went through rebellious phases. I would hide, um, you know, chocolate chip cookies with M&Ms under my bed. And then one day I'd wake up and they wouldn't be there anymore because my dad would find them and I'd start crying. Vivid memories. <laughs> so it was like drugs when I would be sneaking junk food. Um, and that changed probably when I was in seventh or eighth grade. I started, I read Harry Potter and then I was like, wow, reading is so fun. So thank you, J.K. Rowling. And uh, then I started reading my dad's books and works by his peers. And I was like, this is fascinating. And then I did a 180 in my personality and I started loving nutrition. And my friends started hating me because I was like, do you really want to eat that donut? Uh, it, it contains partially hydrogenated oil and white flour. It's going to kill you. So I lost a lot of friends in middle school. And then I, I started like saying, okay, if somebody wants to ask me a question, they're welcome to, but you have to, if you just live your life and uh, practice, uh, practice what you know, 
but not try to force it on other people. So it was it was definitely an adventure growing up and feeling like the odd the odd girl out at tennis practices and things, bringing the most unconventional snacks at the time. <laughs> what were they? Yeah. Oh, uh, dried persimmons, um, my dad's homemade day nut poppums, which taste amazing. He, we, we would grind up sunflower seeds and walnuts and dates and sometimes uh, cocoa powder in a blender, and uh, we'd make these insanely delicious hummus uh, sandwiches with, with things that are not necessarily conventional but actually taste wonderful, like we would make a tomato sauce. We'd mash um, raw almond butter with tomato sauce and a little bit of balsamic vinegar, and it turns into this absolutely delicious dressing that you can throw into, like, a pita pocket with lots of raw vegetables and stuff like that that people are like, is this, like, how does this taste? And I I loved it, and uh, there's just so many dishes from my childhood that I remember, and wish that my mom can just ship them to California for me and yeah. well, I actually know how to cook them, but there's nothing like a meal made by your parents, like a squash dishes, spaghetti squash uh, with tomato sauce. And um, we, we make a uh, cashew nutritional yeast cheese. And there's just so many ways to play around and make healthy food taste great. So uh, <laughs> I'm personally very grateful for cashew cheese, cashew made cheese saved my palate for a long time while I was transitioning. And almonds in tomato sauce is called Romanesca sauce. Oh, that's right. Which is, I mean, you wouldn't think those two flavors went together, but the Italians know what they're doing. Oh, yes. We Italians know food. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what a lovely... is my favorite. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure that your parents are extremely proud of you. So what does it mean to love your body? Why did you choose that for your title? Absolutely. Loving your body is a mindset. It's a, it's a decision made that you deserve to be the healthiest version of yourself, and that means showing more compassion. So it's two things. It, it's not necessarily conventional definition because most people want to go on the latest fad diet to look great in a bikini. They, it's all about the way you look. But if you, can, you can be a beautiful supermodel, but be very insecure about yourself and um, your appearance. There, you can have an eating disorder. There's, you need to start with health, and that's the number one priority. And then once you understand what foods are the best for our bodies and feeling great in the short term and preventing diseases in the long term, then you're going to wake up and you're going to feel motivated uh, to, to knowing that you're being kind to yourself and it's a self-esteem booster, but then you're naturally going to find your ideal weight and you're naturally, I'm going to say, look hot. You're going to, your skin is going to glow. You're going to, when you exercise too, when you do all of the right things, you're going to be a happier person, but it's just going to show on the outside. And I want to make this a lifestyle. I don't want this to be a fad diet, a short-term thing, because most fad diets, you gain weight after you end them. Either a lot of them are too strict, and it's just science shows that they most of the time don't work. So let's make this a lifestyle. And let's also realize that you can have some days when you don't eat perfectly. I'm not about 100% following the rules all the time because that would be, you would go crazy. So I'm just preaching the love your body mentality is that it starts in your brain and it starts with self-compassion and education and then you will look hot. (laughs) That's a good recipe. So I know that you're mm-hmm. particularly, even though, I mean, this is this is a terrific book. I love this book, and I'm not your target audience, but your target audience is women in their 20s, I, I believe, if I'm reading this right. And I'm noticing that young women in their 20s are having this epidemic of GI issues. And I tried to think, did anybody, when I was in my 20s, have that? And I thought back, and I remembered one friend who had been diagnosed with this horrible thing I'd never heard of before. It was called irritable bowel syndrome. Well, now it's so common. We all know it just as IBS. And it just seems like so many people have it, especially young women. Why? Hmm. Well, I would say that 
the majority of, and I'm not a doctor here, but I just want to generalize and say most health conditions are related to inflammation at the cellular level, and most healing foods will help most diseases. And so the more nutrient-dense our diets are, then the greater likelihood we're going to heal. We're not going to develop these diseases. So why is that? We need to educate ourselves about which foods prevent diseases later in life, and those usually, always, those foods uh, will help uh, reduce our odds of developing uh, a, a problem like that or, or also once you have it and you start eating better, you're just going to get rid of it. So this is all, it's, it's actually pretty simple, and that's what my dad is an expert in, and that's what I relish learning about as well, is just let's eat the most nutrient-dense diet possible, and then make sure that there's no nutrient deficiencies. I know a lot of vegans uh, are into low-fat diets and don't eat nuts or seeds, or some are all raw and eat too many nuts and seeds. So let's say, you know, okay, our brains run on healthy fats and we need plenty of omega-3 fatty acids to prevent emotional uh, problems and keep our, you know, skin glowing, all of these things. So making sure that we're eating the right amount of everything for our own bodies and that's what Love Your Body talks about is um, how to prevent developing something like this. And if you have it, then how to, how to hopefully um, get rid of it. Sounds good. Now, one of the things that I love the most about your book is the section of myths. And lots of books talk about myth busting and that. You do it really, really well. So my favorite is one because I preach this myself and I've just found it to be so helpful in my own life. And that is that it's a myth that we should be eating these small, frequent mini meals. What's your take on that? It's fascinating. It's amazing how we are told something in the media, and then the, the what the science shows is actually not the not not what's out there. So we want to think our bodies are like you know every day we want to expend as little energy as possible because we're it's like you can think of the energizer bunny. We don't want to keep running, running, running. We're going to poop out. Uh, and, you know, that increases our risk of disease later in life. If we're constantly feeding ourselves, this means that our bodies are going to have to digest the food, which takes energy. So the more frequently we eat and the less, the less time we have for our bodies to rest and digest, then this gives our body more work and it increases, uh, it's just not as, it's not as healthy for us. Um, when we when we eat fewer meals, even bigger meals, uh, let's say three meals a day, uh, then our bodies have the those in between meal hours to rest and repair, detoxify. So that's pretty much how it works. It's kind of the same principle as fasting. Just giving our bodies a break from having to digest food is is generally speaking very healthy. So that's the basic principle. Well, that's certainly been my experience, and I also like, because you say that you do refer to, um, back to the science, you do a great job of that, and you're stating here that researchers at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, had found that increased meal frequency was the number one reason for our increased caloric intake over these past 30 years when obesity has been such a problem. And I mean, it makes so much sense <laughs> that the more often you eat, the more food you're going to take in. And yet this, this myth persists. So thanks for being a myth buster. Maybe we can get to some more of those after the break. I'm just wanting to let everybody know if you are in the New York City area, our friends at New York Coalition for Healthy School Food are going to be having their annual gala on the 24th of October at a beautiful, beautiful uh, location called the Academy of, of Medicine. In fact, Talia, the last time I saw your mom and dad <laughs> was at last year's uh, New York Coalition for Healthy School Food event. So if you're interested in kids and health, and even if you're not in New York, check it, check out their website, nychh 
SF, that just stands for New York Coalition Healthy School Food.org. Uh, you can check out the gala if you're in these parts and you can just learn what they're doing and, and maybe transfer some of that great information to the schools in your part of the world. So we are going to pause here for a bit of a break. Please stay with us. We'll be back with Adrian Borgerson, Talia Furman, and Talia's book, Love Your Body. Eat smart, get healthy, find your ideal weight, and feel beautiful inside and out. Stay with us. Now and then, life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself, but I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature, rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential, tune in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for Main Street Vegan. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Welcome back to the Main Street Vegan Show. I'm here with co-host Adrian Borgerson and my enchanting guest, Talia Furman. Her book is Love Your Body. And I learned something during the break. Talia has a whole new thing going on. You know about this, Adrian. Why didn't I know about this? Because... Um <laughs> I don't because know. I'm better I, than you. I don't know why. I guess. That's it. Okay. So <laughs> what's semi-secret? Some people yeah, what, know. Some what's Talia's secret? Uh, I, a little birdie told I, me that you are developing your own makeup line. Is that true, yeah, Talia? That's the post-book project is making ourselves uh, look, look just an even better, uh, beautiful version of ourselves uh, with non-toxic, cruelty-free vegan makeup that makes you feel glamorous. It's something that I've developed a passion in recently, and I've had, it's amazing how imaginations can run wild and then to make those, those thoughts become a reality. And so when you, when you have a passion so strongly, uh, it just has to, you work hard enough and it'll happen. So the, the makeup line is in development as we speak. Does it have a name yet? I'm hesitant to reveal um, okay. that name because I'm not 100% solid on it, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being like LYB makeup or something like something with the love your body theme, but I don't, I don't want to say yes or no for sure. Well, they always say it's good to stick with your brand. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. keep us posted. Tell you, do you have a website or something where people can find out some of what's going on with you? Absolutely. It's just my name, uh, TaliaFerman.com, and uh, I'm very active on my Love Your Body Facebook page. Uh, it's Facebook.com, Love Your Body 101, um, and Instagram, too. Those are my two favorite forms of social media, but definitely on my website, I'm always posting. I love Instagram, too. What's your Instagram handle? It's just my name, Talia Furman, okay, Talia Furman and same with Twitter. 
T-A-L-I-A-F-U-H-R-M-A-N. So now we can track you down all over the web. So, Talia, I have a question mm-hmm. for you or something to chat about. So I believe, you know, in my business and my life that the way to truly be your best you is to express who you are with the choices in your everyday life right down to what you wear, what you wear. So what I do is to help people express that through their wardrobe choices and, of course, to help them align with their values, creating compassionate choices. But it goes much deeper than that. Um, and I think that's a lot about a lot, a lot of what your book is about. Do you want to elaborate on Absolutely. that? It, yes, it's, it's not being afraid to be authentically yourself. And we're all different. And it's important to realize that it's okay to be you. It's okay to have a certain passion or, or stance on something. Just to not be afraid to express your opinion when you're with your friends. Um, when you're in larger groups, have, bringing out that confidence in yourself, as long as it comes from a good place, you don't you don't want to be confident about you know something that's going to hurt other people or the world around you. It's it's basically it's an ethical thing. Um, as long as you are having fun and being a kind, good person, then there's no reason why you can't be comfortable in your own skin. And so that's where it starts and. Fashion can help bring that out. Fashion should be something that you have fun with. And if you like the way it looks on you, then you should feel great. And then you should go out in the world and not have any self-consciousness about the way you look. So that's what it's really all about is just feeling like if you like it, then then you should go with it. Right. I absolutely 100% agree. Do you have advice for people when they they don't get the response that they want or people are being a little bit unfriendly about the new choices in your life? Absolutely. It starts with building a social network of supportive people. And this can be finding like-minded friends, which takes, it takes time to, to find people who you connect with and who are supportive and build you up. You want to always have positive people in your life. There's a lot of negative people out there, but find people who are optimistic and who lift you up and you just are a joy to be around. I think that will help you um, enjoy your, I mean, every day will be that much more wonderful and enjoyable when you have, you doesn't even need to be more than five to 10 close friends. But the more you build a network of people who care about you and want the best for you and are supportive of your life choices, uh, that will help you help bring out the confidence in yourself. It sometimes helps to have a little people, you know, a little bit of people there just uh, to to be supportive for you. And other than that, I I would say, um, you know, continue continue just. Um, in, continue the cycle of just improving the way you feel about yourself. It just all comes from um, practice and these thoughts are habitual. So the more you can think good thoughts, the more they will come naturally to you. Yeah. I, I think that the, the more you're positive in your life, those negative people and you don't accept that in your life, they'll just naturally fall away anyway. And your life will grow from there. And I think once you start eating this way, you start attracting all these really interesting people. Because even though some people are attracted to this way of eating and they're a little bit eccentric and colorful, maybe more colorful than we (laughs) sometimes want, but 99% of the time, anybody who is, is reaching out to live in a way that is very different from the culture, but that makes so much sense on so many levels, they're really fascinating people and make good friends. I've definitely found I that in my I could have said life. it better myself. It, it's, it's the compassionate choice. And I think I, I love to see when people choose to avoid eating animal products for the animal rights reasons. But it's important to realize if you're doing that for animals, then to also be compassionate to other people because there has to be that connection. And I think there's all types of people in the world, but generally speaking, there's a trend among people who are vegan to be kinder people, I would say, in my experience. 
And I think that's so important because not everybody is going to make this transition. I mean, we hope they will, but probably not. And yet, even if they just meet one of us and they say, uh, I don't think I want to do that, but boy, every vegan I've ever met has been so nice. I mean, that would just do so much, I think, for our whole movement <laughs> at large. Yes. So, Talia, you talk about having an inner spark, and heaven knows you have it. You're very charismatic, and you exude all kinds of warmth. So what advice do you have for people to find that inner spark within themselves? I'm going to be honest and say that music music helps me on a a daily basis. Um, When I wake up in the morning, I, I put on my favorite upbeat music, and I you know, maybe I stretch or I do a little bit of exercise, starting the day off right on a positive note. And and sometimes it takes a little bit of talking to yourself. And let's say you have a job that you don't like or you just had a fight with um, a close friend or a family member. Sometimes you need to take a break from that stressful situation, put it on hold, and then talk to yourself and say, how how can I how can I ignite that spark? And then once you feel good, once you feel uplifted, because there really is so much to be grateful for um, at any given point in your life, um, then you can tackle the day with greater strength and positivity. I think I mentioned the word gratitude there, and I think that's so imperative, is that it's so easy to forget the amazing things that you have in your life, and it's easy to dwell on the things that are going, that your mind tells you are going wrong or it's just it's just also retraining your brain to look for the good that you have and see the cup half full. It's uh, I learned in psychology that we have a tendency to compare ourselves to people who have more than we have. And so as we, let's say, earn a, a, a greater salary, we stop comparing ourselves to the people that had our old salary and we always want more. We want to jump to the next level. But let's take a break and let's say, like, what can I be thankful for that I already have and so that is my greatest advice is just always talking to yourself and sometimes taking a step back in a bird's eye view of how you evaluate your situation. I know you're writing for people who are really young, but you are sounding really wise, <laughs> an old soul. Absolutely. But people in their, <laughs> their late teens, their 20s, they're going through a transitional time, and you're suggesting a very healthy way of living that's sometimes a little bit tough out there in in the real world. So how do you get people in an age group where most people are still feeling really good to be interested in taking care of their health for the long haul? Absolutely. And you could think that you feel really good. And once you start eating a higher nutrient diet with lots more fruits and vegetables, you might realize how you weren't really feeling like your ideal self, and you might notice that you won't have as many breakouts, uh, you won't, Some pe- I, I think a lot of people have a stomach ache after they eat a heavy meal or they feel uncomfortable, and after eating a plant-based meal, you tend to feel light and more energetic, so there's that. But it's also, um, we're living in a time where healthcare costs are ridiculous. Hospital uh, and it's just the medical system is just really messed up and it's so costly. So even if you haven't been in a dire health situation, um, to go through that at some point later in your life, people don't realize how truly awful it will be. And then it's also going to affect all the people that care about you because the, you know whenever you get sick, it affects the people around you so much. It's because they love you and they they feel the pain that you feel. And so it's almost a gift to the other people in your life to take care of your health. And so it's it's thinking about uh, that taking care of yourself is not selfish. It's also being compassionate to other people. This is reminding me of of something I heard Oprah say, and you know how much we all love Oprah. Um, She says, when you know better, you do better. So no matter what age you are, this book is really an opportunity for you to have that in your life. I, I love that's that. Great. Absolutely. Boy, mm-hmm. that makes so Absolutely. much sense. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. Talia, what I, do you I think about? Like 
I'm just going to say that love your body. I I think you know moms reading it with their with their girls or teenage girls. I really think this is a book that's going to resonate with even even some guys. I really think that there's so much information in it that people are going to benefit from it, no matter who you are. No, you're absolutely right, and that's not just because you wrote it. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's a wonderful book. The recipes are fabulous. So whenever I ask people, what's your favorite recipe in your book? They always say, oh, I knew you were going to ask that. Okay, tell me your favorite dessert recipe and your favorite other recipe. That should make it easier. Absolutely. Dessert-wise, the ooey-gooey brownies, are they're so much fun not just to eat but to make because I, I like to take the – when you blend all of the, like, the – the chocolate and the dates and, and the nuts and everything in the blender, and then you lick it with your spoon. It's so it's just like so fun, and you can have fun. Uh, you can when you cut them up, they're ooey. I mean, they're illegally brownies. They're just so decadent, and you would. I have I made them for friends all the time in college. Friends that ate conventional American diets, they were like, "This is so good." So I just have to make sure I don't overeat on them, and I usually chop them into slices and put some in the freezer and some in the refrigerator, so that way I don't overeat on in one sitting. Um, and then as far as the meals are concerned, I love the uh, any chili recipe that I have in that book. There's uh, one that has a tahini sauce in it. That is so good. I forget what page it's on, but it's, uh, it's definitely a favorite of mine. Those are good choices. I mean, I love that the brownies are based on black beans. Nobody ever believes that. That is a <laughs> surprise. It creaminess. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, wonderful. and it makes it a lot healthier. And I like that they're, they're really easy recipes because I'm one of those people that doesn't really care about cooking that much, but I want to eat healthy, and I, I, those alternatives are important to me. And it's really great to be vegan because you can bake and lick the spoon and not worry about the raw eggs. <laughs> this is all good. So, Talia, we just have a few minutes left, but I do want to ask you, and I'll bet anything, you've had discussions about this with your dad and probably some other people, too, there are other people in the world who are educated, thoughtful people who have other views on nutrition. The plant-based thing is not for them, and they don't think it's for other people or for a lot of other people, too. What do you do with the fact that there are very divergent voices out there and people who ask us for advice are saying, but what about and then they name some book that they read that is really, really very not plant-friendly. Yeah, I, that's a great question. I would say, you know, where did, where, did the, where did they get the resources from? That was something that I was adamant about in my book is citing as many scientific studies as possible. I think, you know, it's, in, it's important to back up what you say. And it's also important to take a look at the studies themselves and say, well, how long was the study conducted for? What was the population size? There's a lot of work that comes with figuring out what what really is good for the human body, and that that comes with time and effort. Um, looking at what the science shows, one of my favorite books is the China Study by T. Colin Campbell, because the the science was pretty much as as great as you can get. And so it's it's making sure that if anybody says something. Well, where, where are they getting that information from? Because you can't just go from your own personal experience. You can't, you can't give anecdotal evidence. You have, to, you have to really say, well, let's study this and, and learn about it um, for a very long time. Well, that's, that's very wise. That- and I think sometimes the best way is just to say, you know, there are lots of ways to do lots of things. But we have so much going for us in in this way of eating in terms of the scientific studies and certainly the ethical and environmental reasons as well. So, so many reasons to read Love Your Body, to get to know Talia Furman at taliafurman.com or the Love Your Body page on Facebook, and also to get to know Adrian Borgerson at it factorimage.com and the fabulous new magazine La Fashionista Compassionista.com 
the wonderful designer Lois Eastland. That's L-O-I-S-E-A-S-T-L-U-N-D dot com. Lots of places to go to on the web. And I'm going to give you one last one. This week's Main Street Vegan blog at MainStreetVegan.net slash blog is mine. And it's about writing. I get so many questions about the writing life and how do you be a writer and how do you come up with ideas? So if you're interested in writing, uh, check out the MainStreetVegan.net blog post this week. Thank you, Miss Adrian. Thank you, Victoria. It was so much fun. And bless your heart, Talia. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank and, you, Adrian. And thank you, Victoria. It was it was a delight. I can't wait to see your fashion magazine. I think it's going to be amazing. Thank you. And when you come back to New York, we will have to have another dinner at Candle Cafe West. That was fun. Ooh, I'm coming to that. Okay. We'll do a threesome. Oh, memories. That was <laughs> okay. great. All right. Thanks, everybody, for Thank being you, part. everybody, for listening, too. Bye. Thank you. Thank Bye. you, listeners. God bless you, and eat your veggies. Thank you for listening to Main Street Vegan. Join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time as Victoria Moran entertains, educates, and inspires you on your vegan journey. This program is sponsored by Main Street Vegan. To learn more about Victoria or to explore training with Main Street Vegan Academy as a vegan lifestyle coach, go to www.mainstreetvegan.net. That's www.mainstreetvegan.net. notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly listen to funniest thing with daryl and ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things join the discussion with daryl and ed live every wednesday at 5 p.m central time on funniest thing only on unity online radio the voice of an awakening world Inspiration only takes a moment. If you are able to safely turn your attention away from the demands of your activities, quiet your mind and affirm. There is a divine plan at work in my life. I now relax, let go, and let it unfold. Listen attentively, inwardly, without projecting any thoughts about what you think should happen or be experienced. Become as a child. Trusting and receptive to the guidance of spirit within. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. Benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential, tune in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. 
they just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.